when it comes to building out your digital landscape, you must start with who is it for? And if you're focused on, it's all about me, you're not going to really maximize what that digital landscape should be doing for your business. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Karine Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Welcome, everybody, to another episode on your Badass Journey podcast. This is Karine Walsh. Thank you for joining me today and allowing me to be part of your journey. I wanted to pull out a segment from my last interview with Bhavna Dalal about her question at the end of our episode where she's kind of figuring out how does she take her digital landscape and make sure that it aligns with her brand, her new business, how she wants to attract people in, and also the control of it all. I love that she had this question because it's something that I struggled with for years where I felt like I had to know and do it all. And I'll tell you that I still, to this day, trip up into doing it, to doing it versus delegating it. And that's what I want to talk to you all about today. But here's a, a short clip of that conversation, that part of her question and how I started to answer it. And then I will come back to you after you listen to this short clip so that we can dialogue on expanding your digital landscape, thinking about how you build your brand when you are your own business. Like you're the first to launch something, your business is all you. Now you're scaling past yourself. What do you do next if all your branding is all about you? <laughs> how do we shift it so that you're attracting your ideal client? But then also, how do you start delegating? in order to still feel empowered in where you want to go in your career, as well as the leader of your business, in order to bring the right people in to assist you along the way. So here's that clip, and I will see you on the other side of it. So thank you so much for offering that. Um, so, you know, most of the business has been an organic growth you know, line to, which has been an excellent joy, right? I think it's getting serious now with, uh, you know, lots of things, lots of opportunities uh, coming up. The, I, I'm getting a more of a handle on the, the digital media aspect of it. The website, so I went through different options and had it done in WordPress. The engineer was instantly like, the 1.0 because I don't remember much about the engineering aspect. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have a platform that I'm using to host the website, which I feel like I have the control to go and change. So like the book came out, I could go and update it and, you know, sort of get it going very quickly. However, there's also lots of benefits if, if you have the full-on site, which has been maintained by someone else and a team outside and also the digital marketing. I'm building courses, by the way, very soon there's going to be a course coming up on Office politics. Oh, so I think fantastic. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm quite excited for that. I think there will that that will be very useful to people. So I want to kind of, you know, maybe if you have a perspective on with so many things that I'm doing and most of them seem to be so centered. And I know this is a common thing that a lot of entrepreneurs feel in the beginning, right? Before the so what would be your recommendation to to, towards that end. I, I don't know if I made it myself clear or not. Yeah, so your yeah. digital landscape, right? As, as you're scaling your business and you're scaling your brand. So you have a personal brand, right? Which is your name and your books and your articles and like how to find you, the person that then owns the talent, you know, power company, right? The, the, it's really difficult because I've gone through this d- dilemma within my own growth, my own self. I was like, okay, my company name is Revampologist, but you actually don't find that as a website. Like it leads to the consulting page on my b- brand because at the beginning it was all me. Like, I, mm-hmm. and all my business is referral based, majority of it is because someone has worked with me that has referred me and. And it's amazing. I mean, my company though now is not just me and I do have a team. So I'm actually going through a little bit of what you're talking about, which is how do I make sure that my brand, my personal brand, when someone lands on me, wants to connect with me, is displaying what I want to attract to me. So one of the biggest mistakes I see people do is they build these digital uh, platforms, the marketing sites, the websites, even the even how they use social media. And it's, it's all about them versus who they're trying to attract. And I think when you're looking at the lens of, okay, now I, I have this book. The book is associated. Is it, it, do you feel like it's a lead generator for your business? Or do you feel like it's a lead generator for your speaking engagements, your personal brand? Like You need to put it in a place that tells the story to who you're trying to attract. And then make sure your digital landscape is taking that end user on that journey with you. So multiple sites happen, which is totally fine. Most people now are also accustomed to multiple landing pages, depending on what you're marketing and driving your traffic to. But I would say for you, because you stand on the platform of this book and the book is truly yours and you now want to build your courses and speaking engagements, I would put all of that under bhavnadalal.com and have that be the the track that then when they want to work with you, they can come into your business if they want to expand services past speaking engagements, online courses, book signing events, you know, um, etc. And then your articles and, and your portfolio of all the information that you have out there also lives um, on that site because that's your personal brand. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to course building. So I've learned this the hard way. I've had all the different types of sites. I personally now have moved everything to Kajabi. Mm-hmm. Kajabi has an amazing um, user experience when you're trying to launch products and programs and create lead funnels. Like it's all centralized. Right. I was the one that was parsed all over the place, and I was like, "No, just bring it all in." So I had a team come in and migrate everything to that one platform, and it has changed my world in in everything that I want to um, market, create, put out there. It's I could do it much quicker. And there's so many... Um, my, I have a, a Kajabi team now that I actually consult with my clients with because I bring a lot of people onto the Kajabi platform too. 
But that is one way to think about the future of where you want your business and brand to be and then reverse engineer from there on what platform is best to be on and how you actually are engaging your ideal client. Like who do you want to attract in? As opposed to just an information platform, right. people don't care about that anymore. Like it's, it's not what we use websites for anymore. So the, the use cases have changed. Um, but that's how I would uh, approach it. Does that find, do you find that helpful? Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, so I did that research between Kajabi and I went with Kartra. So between the two, because Kartra had a same thing. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, a centralized so, platform. Yeah. So it is the centralized platform. And I think I think I just need to be patient because it's, I am in the initial building stages and I have an excellent digital marketing team now, which I've found and I need to get going. So I think I think it's all sort of coming together, but I, it's not completely. I, I think the book is keeping me very busy and maybe yeah. once, once because it's not a book promotion happening. So, so I'm happy to hear that. I think the, the, whatever you're saying, I'm already sort of seeing that as the path. So it's really good to get that sort of reaffirmation, you know? So yeah, and just another thing to consider too, when you are hiring a team to deliver for you, do not assume that they know what you want. Like even course, though they yeah. are experts in their field, I have been burned on that uh, regard too, where I then had to create the cadence of no, this is what I this is you know still directing how it goes, knowing that execution is done by them, and I always build things where I could still go in myself if I had to, just as a safety net, because it's exactly it's the only way for me to. Um, to make sure that I'm leveraging the my platforms the right way, like I I like to have that access. You know that access is what I think. I'm again, that's very good for me to hear because it does mean a little bit of a slower side. It does mean that there's a lot of things that you're not getting. But I think that as a as a person who's in charge of that business totally to a large extent, that access I think is quite powerful. So that's something that I was sort of questioning. Because my bhavnathana.com site is WordPress, and I, that's just really much harder to come up to speed at this point. There's so much else going on, you know. So, so I think, I think, yeah, everybody raves about Kajabi and Kartra, and yeah, I do think there are right. some limitations that I do, I have come across in the design aspects of it. But, but I think that they are, they are also growing, right? That they meeting the needs of people like us, for for whom it's. it's a, Fantastic platform to have everything, the email yeah. list and the funnel and all of that in place. So yeah, and then there's always continuous development on these platforms, and you can also find custom developers if you want it on them. The goal mm-hmm. for you though is to take it almost ten thousand feet up and say, what's the journey I want to put my ideal clients on, and making sure you're building that journey out, so you don't have to rework your site later. Right. Uh, because that that attraction, the language you use on it, like how how you want them to take action, to connect with you, or to buy your book, to take your course, it is critical to figure out that cadence because that's the winning cadence to sell. Okay, so you see how Bhavna started to understand the need for mapping out what does she want experience to be for her ideal client when they land on her digital landscape. 
So there was a lot going on in Bhavna's question, right? Like she was trying to navigate how does she take a business structure that has been organic or maybe she didn't have to focus so much on her digital landscape and she started to hire a team and she had a former WordPress site that she feels isn't as dynamic as she needs it to be for the growth of her business. She wants to launch online courses. We talked about different platforms, right? There's so much to consider. But let me tell you, to keep it easy and clear for you, if you're in this situation, if you're in this scalable moment where you're trying to figure out, how do I detach my personal brand from my business branding when I am all of it? It was a dilemma of sorts. I call it a dilemma only because it really, I did struggle with this in my own business. I was like, well, I had this company. I still have the company, Revampologist. You rarely hear me talk about it because it's not about the business name and that brand. When it comes to the service people are coming to me for, it is for me and how I empower my team to deliver against my client needs. So truly, the referral was you need to talk to Kareen. Talk to Kareen. You need Kareen. Like that was what was happening where I didn't realize that I was building a personal brand at the time. And we're talking like back in, you know, 2010, even prior to that, this would happen. You need Kareen. Just go call Kareen. Like based on the, the thing you're talking to me about, I think Kareen has the solutions for you. It wasn't about my company. It was about me because at the time, I was in my own stance of self-employment and selling myself as a service and my skill to go into companies and do what was needed to get done. Then I scaled past myself and I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, you need Kareen, but Kareen needs a team. <laughs> so what I ended up doing, and I had my revampologist site, which no one went to because my referral network was so strong that people just email me directly. Maybe they would go Google search me and I needed to make sure that there was a landscape that reflected who I am and made sure that I had enough credibility in the space that when I got on the phone with new referral referred clients that they could trust. But truly, the credibility came from that person who referred me, who previously worked with me before, who understood the value that I bring to the table. And that is the best credibility to have in any sort of marketing arena. Your referrals are everything. So when I was looking at my digital landscape, and I had built my site on Wix, which if anyone has built their sites on Wix, very practical CMS tool. It served me for many years, but it also frustrated the heck out of me because who knows where their server farm is, but it was slow as all get up for me to get the layout of the things. But the point is that I built the site myself. I had an, a, wet, a WordPress site, a Wix site. I had hired people to build on WordPress for me. I had um, tried <laughs> to get people to help me on Wix and they refused. <laughs> Because it's just, it has its own, its own way of working through it. A very basic site, I would say. Um, they might have better functionality now, but I have since moved, as I said, in my conversation with Bhavna, I shared that I've now worked off Kajabi um, because I had some other friends uh, who had been using Kajabi. And I also wanted to go into the online course space and online membership space. 
And it's just had everything I needed to centralize all my branding into one site. So that's when, you know, KareenWalsh.com, the site you see now when you land on my page, got created. However, I would say I still struggled on how do I bring in my consulting practice and my my executive coaching practice, the things I do in corporate basically, and represent it properly for who I am and my team. Because now I have an extensive team of people who go in and help deliver against the projects that my clients come to me before. And I don't know that I've done that at its best yet. Then I decided also to build out this new partnership that I'm launching where we actually have a brand. (laughs) Finally, I finally took the time from all my learnings to brand my consultancy offering in a way that aligns with how I want to attract my clients in, but also has all the features for what that service is going to be all about which is what my consultancy is going to roll under because it's now a new joint venture um, that I will announce at another time. Point being is that I've moved around a lot. I have a lot of experience. And I'll tell you that... And you've heard it if you've listened to my podcast before. And if you're new to it, welcome. But the, the talks I've done before on when you're ready to launch your business or any sort of service, you need to focus on the ideal client and what is the experience that they need to have. So for me, my ideal clients, whether they're corporate or individual, I needed them to land in a page where when they looked up Kareen Walsh, they found all the things that I am about, but also to feel that it had enough credibility as well as um, alignment with their desire in order to contact me. So all my call to actions are either to grab something free from me, listen to my podcast, or contact me. And I had to get super clear because I cannot serve my clients until I get on the phone with them to understand what is it that you want. Um, or they can re- uh, book like a strategy session with me because someone has referred them, say, just have a strategy session with Karine. You'll come out of it with clarity and action plan in two hours. Like, who, who doesn't want that? So they're able to book that on their own because we don't need to talk prior to that session. I know how to facilitate my strategy session to get to the root of how to serve my clients. So when it comes to building out your digital landscape, you must start with who is it for? And if you're focused on, it's all about me, you're not going to really maximize what that digital landscape should be doing for your business or the attraction for your next gig or the attraction for your next job. Always, always, always need to think about your audience. You need to think about your ideal client. You need to think about the journey you want to take them on if you choose to have a truly integrative site that allows you to attract in what you really are looking for to do the aligned work that you're working so hard to create. So... When it comes to the creation of a journey on your website and in your digital platform, you have to think about what are the questions my ideal clients have? 
What are they coming to me for that they do need to know about and show that I have credibility in that space? But most of all, how do I get them to connect with me so that we can build the relationship? Or how do I get them to buy my course, go grab my book? It needs to have a certain flow to it. Now, uh, this episode will go on for days if I were to break all of that down. But for now, what would be great from listening to today's show is go do an audit. Go do an audit of your digital landscape, how you represent yourself on your digital platforms. And this is even for social media. Are you always talking about yourself? Is it a me, me, me situation? Or are you thinking about your ideal client and figuring out a way to invite them in and taking them on a journey as they connect with you across your digital landscape. And that's the same for your brand, for your business. So if you are not a service-based business or you are way past yourself and in the service model and you have a scaled team and you're trying to build a brand identity for your business, it's the same thing. You have to think about your ideal client and the journey you want to take them on plus the offering you have for them to help them solve their problems. That's a service-based business, right? So if you don't know how to do that, it's okay. What I would first say is go and audit yourself and ask yourself in each section, in each post, in each thing you're doing, am I just talking about myself here trying to convince someone to work with me? Or am I being engaging and taking them on a journey to work with me, to want to work with me, to have this unbelievable, irresistible desire to work with me, to work with my team, to engage with my business, to buy my product? So I hope this was helpful for for you. And as you heard, I mentioned Kajabi as my platform that I have moved everything to. And I, I have now supported so many clients moving to it as well. In this space, because it's easy to use, you can get the resources, the help for it. And I have a link in the show notes if you want to go check it out for a free trial for 30 days. But truly, do the audit first before you go and invest in any sort of change around your digital landscape. It is critical to think about who you want to attract and when you attract them, what do you want to do with them, and make sure that your site, your digital landscape is not a me, me, me situation. You'll go a lot further and you'll get more people connecting with you and contacting you if you focus on engaging them across it all. So I hope today's episode helped you on how to represent yourself in the digital way. Of course, if you have any questions, please reach out to me. Tag me in your post after you listen with your question or your takeaway so that we can stay connected because you know I love being part of your badass journey. Thank you so much for listening today and sharing and liking and all the good stuff that gives me warm and fuzzies for sharing this show with you. And I just want to thank you again. Thanks for joining me and allowing me into your badass world. I'll see you in the next episode. Wasn't that such a great episode? I know you got amazing takeaways from that. What I would love for you to do for me, if you can help me extend my reach, is go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get the latest notification and listen before anyone else. 
Also, if you could go ahead and post your review, your five-star review will help me get other people interested in this conversation and extend my reach of impact. Most of all, I would love for you to share this with your community. It means so much to me to have you as a listener and I would love to connect with you. So if you have any questions you would like me to answer on this show, go ahead and email hello at kareenwalsh.com and my team will make sure that I get your questions so we can get them answered on the show for you. Thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you on the next episode. 